Blog Talk Radio. Welcome, world. Welcome once again to Tuesday Talk with Key West Lou. I am your host, Louis Patron. It's absolutely amazing, my friends. I, I, I am going to reiterate something that I said last week. It's a different world doing this show now. It's a different world doing my blog every morning. With Trump out of the picture, with him out of the way, with Trump not tweeting, uh, the news cycle has been cut back about 75% every day. He was the news day after day for two or three years. Uh, and now I feel like I've got nothing to do. I have to really search to find something to write about or talk about. I only write about things that I think other people, if I find them interesting, hopefully you will find them interesting. Uh, but it's harder and harder to find items because there isn't that much news out there. Uh, and I will tell you this, I'm glad there isn't. I was sick and tired of listening to him so much and his wild-ass theories. Tonight we're going to go around the world a bit. We're going to be in Washington, D.C., Las Vegas, the Congo, South Africa, Key West, Athens, Greece, Hardin, Kentucky, and the state of Florida. First thing I want to talk about is this. Lawsuits are only just beginning. I'm going to repeat what I just said. Lawsuits are only just beginning. Certainly, Trump's out of office now. We know that he's probably going to be indicted uh, by the Manhattan District Attorney's Office for uh, or and or the Federal District Court for the Southern District of New York for income tax fraud and bank fraud. He also, in all likelihood, will face a lawsuit in Georgia, and he is, has, an, he has a lot, another lawsuit coming up somewhere else. These are guaranteed suits. Now, these all occurred, and everything occurs before he left office, but no one was aware there were going to be subsequent lawsuits. Some of us thought there might be, and there are, we're finding now. And the first lawsuit was brought against Donald Trump today. He is a free man now. He's a citizen, just like you, me, and everyone else. He does not have the protection of the presidency. He must be deposed. He can be deposed. He can be served with subpoenas. He must honor those subpoenas. I mean, he's, he's Joe Citizen now. Well, a lawsuit was started today by a House Democrat. His name is Benny Thompson. Benny Thompson is a black Democrat from the state of Mississippi. Benny Thompson, black Democrat from the state of Mississippi. He and the NAACP brought a civil lawsuit against Trump, Giuliani, and two far-right groups uh, over the January 6th Capitol riot. The two far-right groups are Proud Boys and Oath Keepers. Uh, Thompson has partnered with the NAACP to bring this lawsuit. As a member of the NAACP, they have some kind of a rule or regulation that a member and the organization itself can partner uh, to bring uh, civil lawsuits such as this. And they're represented by a major civil rights law firm in the United States. Interestingly, how are they bringing the civil lawsuit? They're seeking money, by the way. Uh, and 
we're going to get more and more of these, but not necessarily under this federal law. There is a statute called the Ku Klux Klan Act. Ku Klux Klan Act. And this statute was enacted. It became law in 1871. It's still on the books. It's still good. Let me explain how this happens. Tons of laws are passed every year by state legislatures, county legislatures, town councils, and the United States Congress. These laws, you know, after 25, 50, 100 years, some of them, no longer are applicable to anything. They're just out of the way, but they're forgotten. They're never removed because it's extra work to remove a statute. So they're just left sitting there. No one thinks about them. No one uses them until something like this lawsuit today, uh, based on the Ku Klux Klan Act of 1871, has been initiated. I'll bet you it's been 50 years or more since a lawsuit was brought under this law. All right, and what does the law say? It says, try to interfere. Well, first of all, what was what was happening here? Uh, they're saying the NACCP and uh, Representative Thomas uh, that Trump, Giuliani, and the two far-right groups were trying to interfere uh, with Congress's certification of the Electoral College count, January 6th. All right. Uh, now, this particular law, the Ku Klux Klan Act, was intended to protect enfranchisement of black citizens from violence and intimidation. In other words, after the, war, after the Civil War, the Ku Klux Klan, they didn't like the fact that black men were trying to be somebody nowadays. Some ran for legislative offices, some became business people. They were they're flexing their muscles. This was their right. And so the white men got together and they put on their, you know, their white cloaks and their white uh, hoods that covered their faces. And they would go out there and try to scare the hell out of the black people, thereby depriving them from attempting to exercise their newly acquired civil rights. And that's what this lawsuit is all about. Again, it's a civil suit. It seeks compensation. Uh, it seeks money damages for compensatory and punitive damages. Now, if punitive damages are awarded, punitive damages are, let's say your lawsuit as a matter of law might be worth $100,000. I've had these lawsuits. $100,000. However, if uh, the court decided that the person had been injured over and above, it just was inflammatory, whatever was done, then you can ask for punitive damage, which is to punish the person who did wrong. So in addition to getting the $100,000, you might get a million dollars in punitive damages. Uh, I had one case, which I defended, uh, representing a prison guard in a county up in Upper New York State, Oswego County, uh, where... The uh, jailer, the male jailer, really didn't. This woman wanted to be in the male jail. The sheriff would not put her in there. He kept the, the female sheriffs in the female quarters and the male deputy sheriffs in the male quarters. Uh, but she says, no, I should work in the men's part. The sheriff said, no, she brought a civil lawsuit. Uh, the jury only awarded her $1. I didn't get nailed. The jury only awarded her $1. 
However, then came punitive damages, $250,000, because she had been denied her civil rights. She had a right. There is equality, gender equality in this country, and her county, the county of Oswego, uh, had attempted her to had attempted to deprive her of those civil rights. Uh, and so we've got lawsuits like this coming on. They're going to be oddball ones, ones that make sense, uh, and they're going to be interesting, and very interesting. A lot will arise, by the way, out of January 6th alone. Let's take, for example, an ordinary simple lawsuit. There was a police officer killed during the riot, during the attack on the Capitol building. Now, his family is going to bring a, a, a lawsuit for, you know, uh, for the death of the family member. Now, who do they sue? Well, they're going to sue Donald. <laughs> they may sue Giuliani. They may say, sue Donald's children. They're going to sue some uh, far-right groups. Uh, and so there'll be lawsuits like that, common, ordinary, everyday lawsuits. We call these wrongful death suits. Uh, there are going to be people who were injured. There, were, there are going to be people who were scared as hell, and uh, they'll never get over it. Some are going to re- require psychiatric care the rest of their lives. And Trump's going to face these kind of lawsuits. Isn't it going to be amazing? I smile as I say that. Now, people say Trump won. He was not impotent. That's true. He's we tried to impeach him twice. We, the Democrats, try. I'm a Democrat. The Democrats tried to impeach him twice. I thought it was proper. Uh, I would not have impeached him the second time, but it was obvious the Democrats couldn't win, and he would walk away not guilty again, and he could tell the whole world, look, I was not guilty again. They couldn't get me because I didn't do anything wrong. So Trump has won again, and I say this. He has won for now. Don't be upset if you think he should be punished for something, okay? Uh, Because I say, wait for Las Vegas. Las Vegas is going to come. He has been, he won, we'll wait a while, and then we're going to have a Las Vegas. And what do I mean by we're going to have a Las Vegas? Remember O.J. Simpson? Uh, They said, criminally, that he killed his Wife and her boyfriend, long trial, he won. Remembers defense attorney, the glove. Uh, if it don't fit, you must acquit. I thought that was a magnificent line. If it don't fit, you must acquit. Lawyers look for a line like that in a criminal case to, to, to sum up on. Uh, but he got acquitted. Now, many in this country thought it was unjust. I had no thought either way. He got tried by a jury of his peers. They found him not guilty. Let it go. Uh, but they thought he had gotten away with murder, which, if you believe that, it was the case. And now uh, God gets even. That's the only way I can put it. What was it? Nine, ten years, 13 years later, he was in Las Vegas, and he got into some kind of a alleged theft and an assault in a hotel room in Las Vegas, and he went to trial on the criminal charges. He was found guilty on those criminal charges, which I thought, with all, if you'll excuse the way I express it, were bullshit charges. I mean, at best, give the guy a year in jail or fine him $10,000. 
It was no big deal, but whoever the judge was there thought it was a big deal, and he sentenced Simpson to 33 years in jail. Now I assure you, had Simpson not the criminal rap for murder, this is how that judge had to think in Las Vegas, he wouldn't have sentenced him to 33 years. It wasn't worth 33 years on the books. Anyhow, he served, uh, and he was not eligible for parole until after nine years. Well, nine years recently came, came at, not recently, but came at some point a few years ago, and Simpson was released. And this was poetic justice. He got away with murder, and then they got him on a what I call again a bullshit charge, and he had to do real heavy big time. It is going to happen to Donald Trump. There, there's going to be more than one Las Vegas in his future, because that's the way it is. Now, what do we do with these terrorist groups? These are national terrorist groups. These are American citizens, young, old, male, female, uh, and they think that. They think, number one, they get screwed. Uh, they haven't done economically what they thought they should do in their lives. Uh, that There has to be a better way. Uh, they also believe the government does nothing but screw the people. I have to put it bluntly. So they militarize themselves, and they form these groups. And they're in the woods. They are literally in the woods. They have training camps. They teach you how to shoot certain type guns, military weapons, assault weapons. They show you how to drive tanks. They got all the stuff. They've got the tanks. They've got everything else. Uh, and what do you think happened? We gave all our military equipment free to the cities. <laughs> and we, actually, it was a loan, but the cities then dumped these things on some of these terrorist groups. And they train. Well, we've got to fight them. Because they walked away from this thing January 6th. They did what had, what had never been done before in the history of the United States. They attacked the Capitol building of the United States, broke windows, broke doors, killed people, went inside, wanted to hang the vice president, kill Pelosi, and they got away with it. Sure, a couple of hundred have been arrested. There were 8,000, they said, <laughs> in this group of uh, terrorists. 200 get indicted. Big deal. But the way you, you've got to keep them down because they're emboldened now. We can do it again and we'll get away with it again. So a few of us will have to do some time. That's our contribution to the cause because they all believe in the cause. We've got to change the government in this country. They were there before Donald Trump in the woods and every place else, but they never came out because they never had a big leader like Donald Trump, president of the United States. He invited me to Washington. He told me to come. And many of those on January 6th who were protesting, breaking into the Capitol, thought they were doing it because the president of the United States had authorized them to do it. Well, we can't put up with this again. And what we have to do now, now, and I'm sure it's being done. I can't believe it's not being done. They must be investigated, each one of these organizations. Uh, intelligence must pl place undercover people in their groups, you know, FBI agents, other types, to join their groups. They don't know that these are, you know, spies from the, from the government, uh, to learn who's involved, what's involved. Uh, everything's got to be done to follow these people, know what they're doing, Get a reliable list of everyone involved. Find out where their money comes from, because these 8,000 people 
they can get to Washington, D.C. by walking or jogging. They had buses, they had rooms to sleep in, they had to eat, they needed money uh, to do this sort of thing. So I believe you've got to go out there and you've got to go after them and you've got to get them, and they've hit us. We have to hit them back harder than they hit us so they learn a lesson. And if it takes two or three fights like this where we have to hit them harder than they hit us, we must do it. Otherwise, this country's not going to survive. This is going to happen again, I fear, uh, during Biden's administration uh, because they're ready to go again. These people, again, feel, well, we got away with it once. We can get away with it again. Very sad story I'm going to share with you now. The movie star, Ashley Judge, Judd, beautiful woman. Not only is she a successful actress, she's also an activist. I believe she's, she's worked through the United Nations as a representative of the United States government. She's been with private agencies. She spent much time in Africa there for a bowl and things like that. She raises money for the poor people in Africa to fight even COVID-19. Uh, she tries to educate. She's been out there arranging to educate uh, the, the young people. Uh, she's been part of the crusade to stop the circumcision of eight-year-old girls. They slice off the clitoris. Uh, this is supposed to be a good thing in Africa if you're black and you're eight years old. Anyhow, she was in Africa. This is a recent thing, maybe two, three months ago. It's just coming out now. And uh, she almost lost her leg in the Congo. Uh, and right now she is in a hospital yet. I think they've let her out this past week of an ICU unit. It's a big deal. She's in the hospital a long time. She shattered one of her legs. She was walking on a narrow path. They were walking fast through the, the jungle. It was thick with brush, trees, shrubbery. But there was a path, a narrow path. And they were moving fast on it because they had to get someplace before it got dark. And she tripped on a fallen tree that she did not see. From the time she fell till the time she was on a hop, an operating table in South Africa took 55 hours, during which time this woman was under tremendous pain. Her first five hours were spent on the ground. Now, her leg has been described as badly misshapen, Okay. And uh, it was the pain, they got nothing to treat her with for pain. The pain was so acute, so bad, they, remember the, the Western movies? They were putting a stick in her mouth she could bite on so she wouldn't scream and yell and hopefully would help relieve the pain. And when she didn't have the stick in her mouth, they, they said, and I quote, she was howling like an animal. Can you imagine this? Eventually, she was taken to a trauma unit on a motorcycle. But while she was on the motorcycle, she had to hold her leg together because her tibia, the top part of her tibia, had broken, and she had to hold the two parts together while the motorcycle was running on the dirt path. <laughs> and I'm laughing. I don't, I don't mean to laugh. In the jungle, she had to hold the top part of her tibia together with the other part. And that's what happened to this poor woman. She said, and I quote afterwards, Ashley Judd, I was at the edge of my edge. Can you imagine how painful that must have been? I was at the 
edge of my edge. Lindsey Graham. Lindsey Graham. I'll tell you something, my friends. He's drunk too much Donald Trump's Kool-Aid, no question about it. And he's, you know, say, what's his name, Tom Jones or Jones out there? At one time, all these people drank Kool-Aid, followed him, and committed suicide. Well, Lindsey may have been committing, may, he didn't commit suicide. He didn't even hurt himself politically. But he's, uh, he's gone crazy. This was a man, I don't understand Lindsey Graham. He has been for the past year or two, probably two years, a very close friend of Donald Trump's, perhaps the closest congressional member of the United States to Donald Trump. He was always in Mar-a-Lago. He's on uh, Air Force One. He's playing golf. And Lindsey's crazy, I think. He, he's always coming out with these stupid statements. Uh he thinks he's smart, too, and I don't believe he is. But anyhow, uh, he's coming out with these ridiculous statements. And here's a man, recall, for years, who was his best friend? They were best friends. They were, were two peas in a pod. They thought alike. John McCain and Lindsey Graham. Four years ago, when Trump was running, Lindsey Graham said, you should not elect the man, America. He's crazy. He'll ruin our country. Two years later, he's, he's one of his major supporters. Absolutely amazing. I think he lost it along the way. I don't think he ever had it along the way. I think he just wanted to sit next to, uh, he was wanted to sit next to the seat of power and say, hey, the president's my friend. And whatever a president wanted, he was amenable to doing, as is obvious, uh, because of his, or due to his relationship with Donald Trump. Uh, so there we are, Lindsey Graham. I, uh, this man scares the hell out of me uh, because he's a respected man in Washington. He's never been married. There are questions about why he hasn't been married. I'll leave it at that for the moment. But go on the Internet and you'll see. Uh, he's head of the Judiciary Committee. He's powerful, yet he talks crazy. He's like, he, Tom Cruise, and this Hawley. Uh, these are three nuts now. All three of them want to be the Republican presidential candidate in 2024. God help us. Uh, but they're crazy. And the funny part is, I think two of them were number ones at Harvard and one was the number one at Yale, or all of them were number one at Harvard Laws. Two of the three, two of the three clerks for Supreme Court judges, that's a very, very big deal, and you have to be very smart. But they don't show the type of smartness we are accustomed to in this country from our political leaders. These are bad men who want to disestablish. They want to take down the, our existing form of government and remake it with themselves in power. Like Donald Trump, they want to be another Hitler, each one of them. Uh, there's a woman by the name of Sonali, and I will not pronounce her name correctly. Her last name is Kolhatkar, K-O-L-H-A-T-K-O-R, or K-A-R. On February 8th, she wrote an article in Counterpunch. And how do you, 
her issue was, how do we take care of the inequality that exists in this country? 5% filthy rich, 95% basically poor and hurting. Uh, not enough food. Children starving. Well, the title to her article was, and I quote, it's easy to fix inequality, colon, tax the rich. Well, that is a simple solution. Uh, Somebody like Bernie Sanders, Elizabeth Warren, they've been saying that for years, especially Bernie Sanders, tax the rich. And they can, I'll tell you this, the rich prior to George Bush too, George W. Bush too. Taxpayers, because I know I was one of them, we paid bigger taxes until Bush became president. And then he lowered taxes. I remember that year I got a check back for overpayment of my taxes. That check was so significant. It was big dollars. I couldn't believe it. And the tax, the tax rate has been lower ever since. I'd say more than 50% lower. Okay. Well, we got to start taxing the rich again. They supposedly in our form of government, the rich should pay more because they have more money to pay. Uh, You can't. Right now, we're living off the money of the people who can't afford to pay even taxes. And a business cannot survive. And our government is a business making money or taking in money that way. Uh, Biden, Joe Biden, our present president, uh, and I, I love this man, and I believe he's going to do very well. He is moving to the left. He he was a moderate liberal until he has now become president. The Democratic Party is moving to be a progressive group. As years ago, the Republicans moved to becoming a conservative group. And that means things like taxing the rich more will be there. Uh, And they're demanding it. These new congressional people, they're young. And they're demanding that the government do more for the people. And he's going to be placed in a position where he's going to have to do a little more. Not radically, but you're going to see things move in that fashion. Now, there's something that bothers me, and I don't understand it, and I hope you understand it. I don't know if you will. I don't think you will. But the news in the last few days has been that elite news outlets are working overtime to try to block families from getting the $2,000 stimulus monies that we're supposed to get now, it'll be $1,400, okay? They don't want it spent. And these are economists and media people from the Beltway, from Washington, D.C. And it's become the thing in the last few days, within the last week, okay, uh, that they don't, they're, they're got economists. they got people who are supposed to be smart money people saying it's bad for the economic health of this country to give these people $2,000 apiece. Now, that's a one-shot payment. We had it last year. We'll get it again this year. I don't understand why it's all economists, I thought, understood and believed that money like $2,000 given to everybody at one time goes right back into the economy. People have had historically a tendency to spend that money right away. And when they spend it with the butcher, the candlestick maker, and everybody else buy a new car, they are spreading the money around the economy and helping the economy to grow. But these people say, no, 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 we shouldn't give them money. Now, I don't know who's behind it. It sounds very Republican to me, but it does not make sense. People need cash today. Our society, 
it needs cash input to people, not to the rich. They've got their money. To the ordinary people, that 95%, $2,000 is a lot of money to someone who's having trouble putting food on their table. Now, there's another thing here. Biden's come up with a child tax credit. I don't approve of it. This is amazing. I'm, I'm a true liberal, and I don't This is a liberal program. I don't approve of it. Uh, and in the new stimulus package, he has what's called the child tax credit. For a period of one year, he wants each family uh, that has a child, they will get for any children for up to the age of five, including five, 3000 I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. They'll get $3,600 a month. From six to 17 years of age, $3,000 a month. Can you imagine? People aren't going to go to work. They won't want to go to work. I've got five kids. I'm getting three times four is $12,000 a month, $144,000 a year, extra money. Why should I go work? I never made that much money in my life. I don't think it's healthy. I don't think it's right. On the other hand, there are economists that say it'll cut poverty by 54%. Five million kids will no longer be counted in the poverty group. Okay, that's the show for this week. I, I hope you enjoyed. I enjoyed putting this one together. As I said, it's a little harder to get things to talk about, though, that are of interest. I think that's more important in a show like this. Matters must be of interest, not necessarily a gigantic national or international issue. Uh, I do a blog every morning, keywestlude.com. If you like this show, read my blog. It'll take you three or four minutes. I'm also doing a Greece section. I was in Greece. I, I traveled for about 80 days to you several years ago to Greece, etc., and I'm rewriting it, my chapters as part of my blog because I didn't have enough news to write about anymore every day that I thought was interesting. Anyhow, please read it. Thank you for joining Thank you for joining me tonight. We'll be together next week. <laughs>